0: Welcome to Tarot for the Wild Soul, a bi monthly podcast that explores the tarot through an inclusive, soul centered, trauma informed perspective for growth, healing, and evolution. I'm your host, Lindsay Mack. Hello, Wild Souls, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast, a new anchor card for the upcoming month of April. Welcome to a new season, a new upcoming month, a new cycle on our zodiac wheel. Um yeah, there's just so so much to celebrate, so much richness and beauty and delight and excitement and I'm absolutely hoping that it's meeting and greeting all of you in the most supportive way possible. We have so much to get to on this episode, we're going to talk about our anchor card for the month of April. We'll talk about the theme for the upcoming month ahead. Um, We will talk a little bit about the equinox, about Aries season, about, um, yeah, (laughs) all the things. I'll answer a listener question. But before I get to that, I just wanted to name that today is Mark's, the last episode of the podcast before I go on maternity leave. I don't know how long this pause is going to be, which is why I said goodbye for now. I have truthfully been really feeling in my work, in my creation, like there is um, not just space that wants to be made for my child and this completely new um, being that's entering into my life and this new rhythm and so many new completely unknown things. It's been a big moon journey, <laughs> that's for sure, to to be to be pregnant and to welcome this life into our family. Um but also creatively I I there's some there's a there's a both end happening here. And so um I just am not sure when exactly I'll be back to this space. Um you all know me by now. Sometimes I I like to say and I never want to disappoint so I don't want to say oh I'll be back in X amount of time and then disappoint anyone. Um it might be a really short amount of time. It might be a really long amount of time. It might be that I don't, you know, come back in quite the same way. Who knows? It'll be a nice adventure <laughs> to figure it out together. Um, but I do feel that, that along with welcoming my child, um, there are just things that want to come through that haven't really had the room to do so. And so I can, f- I have felt the massive change in my course structure for 2022 and beyond. Um, that has changed so much, um, probably not to any of you experiencing it as students or as perspective perspective students but for me as the facilitator um there has been a pretty big shift in the last year um of just realizing I don't I don't really think that I feel very complete with um hosting students and 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 moving through course cycles with students it feels much more aligned um for for a million reasons to have all of my work be self-paced at this point, because there are other things I really want to make and do. So we'll see. I'm kind of excited. You know, I I feel like the podcast has been such an offering of love for so long. And if it comes back in three months, that's great. (laughs) And if it doesn't, that's great. Um, I'm just grateful to have been on the ride with all of you and to be on the ride. Um, Yeah. Just thank you for being here, whether you just got here or whether you have been here from the very beginning. Um, Yeah, so I just wanted to let everyone know right up at the top, um, and this episode, you know, we are going to be talking about our anchor card, of course, but really, these episodes are not relegated just to the time we're talking about them in, right? So we're talking about Three of Wands in this episode, which is our anchor card for the month of April. But because April, in and of itself, it's the theme of this month is building is structure, right? Like the connecting to this idea of structure. And because the lens in which we're looking at Three of Wands in is between Two realms, that is something that that's, that's an evergreen thing, right? Like we, we know what it is like to be between two realms, to be within between two times in our lives where we're not quite finished with one thing. We're not quite ready to move into the other. Um, and when we really can drop into that space, which is such a strong bridge, like energy, wow, can it open us up to so much. So even if you're catching this episode like way past April, um, I hope that if you find yourself drawn to it, that you'll really sink in and really open to the wisdom that guided you to it, because there likely is something in there for you. So yeah, so we're going to start with that. We'll start with our cards. Sometimes we start with the um astrological piece, but I think, I think it makes sense to begin with our card for, for the month for this episode. So as I mentioned, three of wands is the card that volunteered, that came forward as the anchor, as the route, as the guide for our experience in the month of April. And the title of this episode, again, is Between Two Realms, and that is very much, very, um, sort of on the nose of really what we do, the work we do with three of wands anyway, but this is really how I think April is also going to feel. The theme for April is building and we can connect that also to structure. That was sort of a secondary word that came up when I was tuning in with the theme. So we're going to begin there. Um, when we think about this idea of building, right? We're building to something, we're structuring something, we're visioning something. We have been so far in 2022 really doing kind of a lot of visioning. There's been a lot of inner work around um like not being afraid to get our hopes up and um you know kind of dreaming in this new vision for what we'd like our life to be, for what we'd like this life to be like for all humanity, right? And it's been taking us all in these really, really powerful places within ourselves. And because we're in a lover's year in 2022, what that's really done is provided the foundational space To invite us to do the inner work that is necessary for some kind of external shift, some kind of energetic shift that allows some things, maybe blocks, to fall away and some clarity to come forward. And and that is very much like life, right? Like sometimes we do work from the outside in, and that's beautiful. Other times, most of the time, (laughs) we're working from the inside out. And I'd even say, even in clear-cut cases where it's like, oh, I made this external shift, my life changed. Well, what what got you there? right? So when we think about the idea of building, that's an action, right? We're bringing some kind of empowered action to the forefront of our lives. And in many ways, we're kind of weaving together this internal vision, this vision that we have, this vision that we're cultivating, that we've been nurturing with the actuality, with the empowered steps around, well, what exactly does it take to do this? What exactly does it take to bring this into the world? That is really, really important as it pertains to this month, as it pertains to what it's bringing. When we build something, we want to think about our energy. We want to think about rest. We want to think about the, I hesitate to say balance because I mean, I don't even know that balance is really something that we need to be going for. I feel like there's kind of a capitalist construct behind it, to be honest. I am still sitting with my <laughs> feelings about balance as someone who experiences imbalance in many ways. So I'm I'm still sort of feeling into how I feel about that word, but a little bit more um, of a shared kind of uh, weight in the areas of doing and rest and going and stopping and You know, when we build something, it can be so exhausting, especially if it's a labor of love, something that we're treasuring and we're longing for. The hours can be long. The visioning can be really difficult. There can be delays that invite us into all kinds of doubt. Like, what the fuck am I doing? There can be expenses, financial and otherwise, that we just think like, holy shit, in this big vision of building, I did absolutely not anticipate this, you know? And so that secondary word for this month, structure, we want to have a structure in place, some kind of structure that helps, that supports, and we can think about this very holographically or holistically, meaning not just in the area that we're working on right now. Whether we are healing, bringing a new family member into our lives, um, writing a book, which so many people, um, that I admire and, and, and love the work that they do are shifting into book writing. And I don't think, especially this year, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that there is a shift occurring in, um, many people and i imagine there's just as many folks who are pivoting from books to something else or you know from one medium to another so whatever we're sort of building toward or building to in the midst of the building time we do want to make space for that for that gentle check in how is the heart doing in the midst of this do we have enough support How's the body? Um, are we exhausted? Can we rest just even ten percent more? Um, do we need a little bit more hydration, a little bit more playtime, a little bit less frenzied working hours? You know, only we will really know what we need. And if we get stuck, we can always bring it to a trusted processor, or friend, and get their take on it. Right. So that is really what this month is, is going to be rooted in. It's it's an invitation to really sink into this idea of building. We're building to something and, you know, really checking in with kind of what we need to sustain that build is very important. The second piece that is also very important about the theme of this month, about building, about kind of, um, how it weaves into three of wands is that when we are in the midst of building something, it can feel like this is never going to (laughs) end, or we can attempt to really want to rush it to the finish line, completely understandable as human as it gets. But the journey of the build is really very very important that's really the place where we learn that's the place where it's um the grounds for the opportunity for such clarity about ourselves for there to really be an opening a questioning like can this be again even 10 percent more easeful can i draw in more support here Can I really be with the build itself instead of wanting to rush to the building? And if there's some part of me that thinks, fuck, I wish I could just like throw all this (laughs) material in like my garage and forget I ever attempted to build anything. Can we honor that part too, but not necessarily let that drive the car? And that is really what brings us to the heart of Three of Wands in general, but especially as an anchor for this month. Three of Wands is one of those cards that can be a little tricky and that folks can have uh, a hard time locking into the energy of it. Two of Wands as well. Um, In fact, I did an episode, I think earlier this year or last year, where I spoke about the differences between these two because people really have a challenging time, um, making sort of sense of the differences and they both seem very vague. So kind of what are we doing here? Um, and again, completely understandable. Um, three of wands represents a very, very potent time energetically in terms of, uh, promise, and invitation, it represents a time where we are building something. And we can think of ourselves, the analogy I often use is that we can think of two landmasses and sort of a bridge in between them. And in this sort of imaginal world, we are building the bridge as we are moving across it. So the bridge isn't finished. It's not quite done yet. And yet, this half-finished bridge (laughs) is managing to hold us up quite perfectly and safely as we traverse across. So because we're on the bridge between where we've been and where we're going, we're not quite in one world or in the other. We are between two worlds or between two realms. We're not 100% finished with where we've been, which is totally fine. We're still building, we're still clearing, we're processing, we're, we're considering, gestating, incubating, like all the, all the things that are so important when it comes to cutting cords, when it comes to clearing something, really leaving something behind. Um, there have absolutely been times in my life where my endings with a relationship or a friendship or, um, some aspect of my life come very quickly um and sometimes that processing has to come later right like if we think back and we we think about the passing of someone that we absolutely cherished and then all of a sudden they were gone and we didn't have the time to really wrap our minds around it until maybe we got a little older and that grief started really showing up in other areas that That absolutely happens. With three of wands experiences, typically, if we think about the leaving behind of something, we do so in spirals and layers. We leave behind, maybe we come back. We leave behind, we come back. We we process a little bit. We make our announcement. Maybe we go through all the feelings. Um, Maybe we give our notice or we give notice to someone else and then we have like, We might have no process time. We might have all the process time. The processing may come later. It it never is going to move the same way twice, but building the bridge is not just the building toward where we're going. It's also the gentle, thoughtful, respectful building away from where we've been and honoring that nothing ever truly dies, nothing's ever truly done. You know, there's always a form that something takes, whether more positive, more challenging, whatever it may be. But when we find ourselves connecting with that idea, it can draw us back into the journey of the build rather than just sort of wanting to get to the other side, which again is so valid. Like I'm that way constantly. I'm a human. We're all human. We want to get out of what we're in if it's uncomfortable or whatever it is. Um, Totally understandable. But when we can come back to, I'm on the bridge between two realms right now, building toward and building away from, it can root us into that in-between space. And that is where we're going to find and access a lot of fucking magic, a lot of magic, a lot of stuff about ourselves that maybe we didn't realize. That is maybe where we will get to allow and make space for things to come forward that we didn't even know, couldn't even imagine, would ever even be connected to what it is that we're building toward or away from it allows us the grace of grieving the grace of process the grace of ritual of letting go like these are huge themes that we just totally miss out on and because most of us are just really consumed with like well what's next what's next what's next um i don't want to romanticize it because again we don't all get this but when we're in a three of wands season it's one of those rare, precious times when we may actually be able to bring about some consideration, some process, some, some um, processing to what we're saying goodbye to. Not just what we're saying hello to. We also get to work through our stuff about what it is that we're going toward. If there's a lot of fear of the unknown, as most of us carry, you know, the thinking mind tends to make what's unknown into a problem, maybe into a scary thing. So, Three of Wands also offers us the opportunity to say, well, hey, like, here's my belief about this. Here's the story about this. Okay. You know, how how can I nurture that? How can I tend to that or caretake that? If at all, right? There's so much here that's so precious. And let's draw this, let's let's sort of cast this thread around the wands themselves. So in Soul Tarot, wands are they're they're powerful medicine. I mean, all aspects of the tarot are I believe what makes sense to me in my teaching is that the wands have to do with the way that we use our energetic capacity in the world. So I think of them as kind of the root, the seed, the the starting place in many ways, which tracks with kind of the wheel of the year. If we start with Aries and we move to um, cups and, you know, in water and and that that's really the way that the zodiac flows and it I think it also makes sense in a suit order, but this idea of kind of really honoring the journey of the build and the flow of that is, it's very connected to the wands in general with almost every single one of the wands cards. There's an advocacy happening with all of these cards that are basically saying, please take your time. Please work with the amount of fire, um, fuel that you have in your tank today. No more, no less. Please, if you're using up more fuel than you have, is there a way without putting undue pressure, more fucking shit on our plate? Is there a way to be really gentle to maybe fill that That tank up in another way? Is there a way to take more off your plate, to add in more play, to um, be with the in between without needing to go backward or forward super quickly? Can we just be here, right? It's not easy. It doesn't mean that we won't have feelings about it or that we won't find ourselves stretching back or forward. But three of wands, like all tarot cards, can be an anchor, can be an anchor that can help to remind us. I am in a building time. I'm in a structure. I'm in a time of of structuring, of visioning, of actually building the bridge that I'm going to walk upon, move upon, that will take me from where I've been to where I'm going because it's time, right? It's time. So how can we be with that? You know, we are, We honor the feelings that come up and recognize that they're not something, anything to be avoided, but in fact, something to be cherished, something to actually, um, guide us into the next moment. We're doing tarot for what is right. (laughs) Like we, we don't have to leapfrog past anything. We can just be with what's coming up for us. So, we are in a building month. We're in a building time. We are, we are absolutely, whether it's something really super solidly external and clear, or it's something that will stretch across the fabric of our lives for a year, or two, longer, we're in a time of slowly, deliberately leaving something, saying goodbye to something transitioning from some way that we've been living utilizing our energy expressing our creativity working to something different everyone this is this is what this year is about the lovers is very change oriented but it can only really happen when we really start to honor what's going on inside And only then can it be translated into just organically a different way of moving in the world, right? There's an organic shift that occurs there. So I always like to remind myself that there are many cards in the tarot about leaving something behind. Not all of them honor both where we're going and what we've been through, the other piece about Three of Wands that I think is really important to name in a much more broad sense, it's not so much about the leaving. It's more about a transition. It's about a maturity. It's about growing up. It's about recognizing that maybe we've been exploring, studying a certain way of living, a certain style, a certain... Um, way of uh, fill in the blank, right? And that old way may be done. It's possible it it may be expiring. It could also be that we just want something in addition to it. We want to continue with what we're doing, but like way more on the back burner, right? We want to make room for something else to come through. So April isn't necessarily a month where like, all this stuff is going to change. This is the beginning. And just because we leave the energy of a month doesn't mean that the that the intention, that the the invitation of the month is gone. In fact, I think this is really crucial because of the fact that Aries season marks the beginning of a new zodiac cycle. Aries is the first sign in the zodiac. It's connected to the emperor. This is what we're in now. So the energy and the invitation that we're in now in many ways can be carried through the rest of not just 2022, but all the way into Pisces season of 2023. It's a time of building like whatever aries brings is very often you know the other signs build upon it of course but is very often like kind of what we're working with and if this you know three of one's essence is sort of the the piece that's holding the lantern that's carrying us through there's something really powerful about that that whether or not i even you know let's say i don't come back to this podcast until well after you know march of 2023 there's something inside of the of the invitation of this episode that can carry you through and be a balm and be like a little light um in your lantern or a little compass for you until Aries season of next year (laughs) or not, you know, which is great. Um, If you're going through a building season of your life and this is just resonating with you and it has absolutely nothing to do with April or 2022, wherever it's finding you is really perfect, you know, I believe anyway. So yeah, really, really strong medicine. When we work with Three of Wands as an anchor, it's an opportunity for us to honor where we've been. And acknowledge that we are beings who are constantly evolving. We are always growing. We are really not meant to do the same thing forever. Even if we're doing the same thing forever, we're going to want to do it in different ways. Um, And honoring the fact that we're moving towards something different, that we might not have a full understanding of what it is right now. So, how do we hold ourselves in that, call upon? Resourcing and support that feels accessible and actually nourishing to us as we build? Um, What does it take for us to build and to create more structure, right? That is really the question and the seed that we are planting in April for the rest of our cycle in this particular zodiac wheel. So, yeah, that's the way that's some of the ways that we can you know lock into some supportive relation relationship work with three of wands um and as i mentioned we're now in aries season um the spring equinox uh for those of us in the northern hemisphere happened a couple of days ago and i i really believe like we're still kind of in the flow of that um such a powerful time first day of spring um the equinoxes I think are really extraordinary. Really, we could say the same of the solstices, because they click us into a new energy, but the cross quarters, embolk, beltane, Samhain, etc., uh Lunisad are really when we experience the full breath, the full expansion of the season, right? So when we move through Beltane in the Northern Hemisphere in May 1, we're going to be really feeling and seeing spring in many ways. Um it, Most of us, right? Now, you know, it doesn't feel like how we might imagine spring to be. It depends on where we live. But we're not you know we're not seeing the flowers right now <laughs> we're not seeing those that that like very very first harvest we're not seeing the green on the trees we're still probably experiencing a lot of mud a lot of um you know really messy weather uh a lot of kind of um maybe still a lot of snow a lot of rain and yet That is a part of the medicine of spring. This, too, right? Aries is the infant of the zodiac, and you know, the emperor, which is ruled by Aries, is the invitation to take up aligned, appropriate space the way that a tree does, the way that tree roots do, the way that the wingspan of a bird does, the way that the night sky does not apologize for the spaciousness that it occupies. Now, we as human beings, especially if we are afforded uh, systemic privileges, privileges based on our skin color, privileges based on our finances, um, on ability, we have to be more conscious and more mindful of the space we're taking up when we enter a room, right? Ideally, we are we are um, moving through the world with, with that questioning. And the emperor can really help us to do this. The emperor can say, yes, absolutely. You came to bring something very, very strong and powerful, you and you and you and you. And we can do so in a way that doesn't crowd anybody out, that doesn't spill over into anyone else's root system. Um, So that is such a strong way to connect with both this card, this time on the wheel of the year. With regard to the equinox and this sort of beginning part of Aries season, um, there's a lot of medicine in putting ourselves down, kind of laying our own life experience down On this time, on the wheel of the year, like the fact that spring is occurring, all of this growth is happening outside of what we can see right now. Right now, it's invisible. Right now, there's nothing that is popping up. There's no bloom. There's no beautiful scent. There are no warm days. It's still kind of cold and, you know, early spring, it you know like it dep- again depending on where we are, so how do we make space for that? How do we reconcile that? Well, we all know that when we are right on the verge of something new, something that's newborn, new found, if we're building something and and starting to click over from rest and clearing to generating and growing, the process happens under the earth. For a long time. It's invisible. And it's the same idea. If we're building that bridge, if we're building something, a lot of people are just going to look right past what they don't see the finished thing like we do. You know, there's not an awareness like, oh, there's this incredible build going on. And sometimes we don't even respect that about ourselves. We think like, well, there's no finished building here, so nothing's going on. I don't have the finished product. I don't have the book. I don't have the course. I don't have um, the degree. I don't have the whatever it might be that we're longing for and building toward. I don't have it yet. So it's not valid. In many ways, we can actually believe that. And I invite you whenever you get caught in that story, which can be very painful, to come back to nature and to remember that early spring tells you that's not true. Just because there isn't anything blooming doesn't mean there isn't an active process of preparation to do so. We can say that this is true of every season, right? Aries is the again remember the infant of the zodiac it's the shout of the newborn it's the it's the scream a joyful you know, kind of full-hearted scream of new life like I'm here I'm here I I'm in this body I'm I'm in this process this is the start. it's not always the most obvious start because life, is not linear and it's not always obvious right there's a lot of work underneath the earth in the soil in the roots before there is a stretching out before there is a reaching for the sun before there is external that's why internal always comes before external so there's nothing we really have to do with this Aries season but it is a very powerful thing to click into and to sense into how we are being invited to connect with this sign, this time on the wheel of the year, this new wheel um, with the emperor themselves, right? So there's so much medicine here that can really help to fortify our work with three of wands in an ongoing way. So that's what I have to say about this month and the anchor card. And now we're going to pivot into our listener question. So this is from Joss and Joss asks, hi, Lindsay, I'm struggling with the end of a huge tower cycle. My entire world has been uprooted and it's been so necessary and so healing. And I'm wondering when the hell the cycle is going to end slash begin anew. This is a huge threshold and I feel as if I've been sitting in the doorway for ages waiting for the thing with a capital T that will finally push me through to the other side. But I keep hearing from my guides and seeing in my readings that there's still more excavation to be done before we start rebuilding. I've always blown through these transitional periods wanting desperately to get to the other side. I am learning that this part of the cycle is not to be bypassed. It is in fact a very crucial piece of the journey. Parentheses, it is the journey. It just fucking sucks. Knowing I'll likely be here for a while longer, how can I get comfortable here? Gorgeous work gorgeous question. I'm honored to be able to speak to it. How do you get comfortable here? I think by you are already so far ahead with your wisdom on this. You have an awareness of your tendency Just sort of want to like speed past this part, by the way, you're in really good company, me too. And like everyone else in the world, you know, pretty much want to get past the phase that you're in and want to get to the building piece. This is kind of what we've been talking about this whole episode. Um, I also want to say before I launch into answering your question, that I'm really holding a very, um, compassionate and loving space for what you're going through because, God, these cycles of getting super uprooted and these, these tower cycles are just, um, brutal. (laughs) They really can be just so brutal. So I am, I'm holding a big, big space of, of ease for you here and of, um, the rebuild hopefully happening soon. So I just wanted to say that too, but you're not alone in it. And I do hear that you really feel like you've been in this shit forever and just, um, I think you're asking the perfect question. You're not asking how to get out of it. You're aware that this is a really important initiation that in fact, this situation may be the thing that kind of, um, winds up shifting the pattern of transitions for you in an ongoing way. Sometimes when we really, Break the cycle of wanting to get out, wanting to bypass, to get to the next thing, we actually can find that transitions happen a little quicker um, and in an ongoing way. So, I also hope that that might be the case for you. And if it's not, that's okay too. Um, so, how can you get comfortable here? A couple different things. One is quite literally, what helps you to move through times where the waiting the transition feels excruciating and i'm i am inviting you to get very creative here to get very very curious um i went through a period back in 2019 where um not i don't know our situations are the same but where i would describe it as Uh, a transition period, um, an excavation period where the rebuilding just like would not happen. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, like when is my life going to start? Like what the fuck is going on? Um, and I could not really read tarot about it. I could not really do a ton of practices about it. The only thing that helped was reading novels, um, horror novels specifically. (laughs) And I just got very into this one author and uh, like consumed book after book, like huge books of of like sci-fi and horror. And that was, I can't describe to you how medicinal that was to have a story to get lost in. It did not feel like bypassing to me, nor did it feel like dissociation. It felt like pleasure. It felt like there was nothing else for me to even be doing. Like the excavation work was happening. I was processing so much in therapy. My life, the, the less I kind of stuck my fingers into the spokes of the wheel, the more my life actually presented me with things to process, to clear, to acknowledge, um, actually in a in a pretty surprising way and really helped me to understand that I didn't have to be so, um, this is again, my word to describe my own life, controlling about like speeding up the excavation or what got excavated or what got, you know, whatever it was. So, um, I have, <laughs> I tried to go back and like, like reread some of those novels and I kind of like, can't, it's just, I don't know. They were really important in that season. Maybe one day, I'll be able to go back to them and, and connect with them again. But, um, oh my God, so wonderful (laughs) to be able to like have those just pop up during that season of my life. And who even knows why I thought of it. Um, but it was, it was great. It really was. It was great. And there was kind of, uh, you know, I, I did my work. I journaled, I did therapy. I did like my actual paid job, work, like make courses, write, whatever. And then I would like get into a bath. I would like fire up my Kindle. I'd read and and like try to just be with whatever came up. And that was kind of my life for a little while. So one of the things that I think there is such an emphasis in wellness and spirituality, I think to a detriment around like certain things being like acceptable Or um, meeting a certain criteria for seasons, like what you're going through, and then certain things not. And what typically falls under the no category in a way that's sometimes spoken or unspoken, um, overt or subtle is like TV, movies, books that aren't like explicitly about, growth and expansion and self-development. And I have just never been any, I've never been a person that subscribes to that because I love TV. I love movies. I love to read novels. Um, I do not need my life to be, I'm a complex person. I'm a person with a lot of interests and a lot of variety to my interests. And like, I am not a one note person. So I, I think that when we we come into wellness sometimes we think like oh these things don't match with the rest of me and i i'm not sure if that's your experience but i would say if you're finding yourself maybe not considering um certain forms of entertainment or of uh, engagement i would really highly encourage you to check to check that and to see like, is there something that would just bring so much joy? Um, and, you know, if you feel like, oh, I'm doing too much of this, keep an eye on it with yourself, with your family, with your processors. Um, I think we can do way too much of a, quote, good thing in terms of like what wellness, like what the wellness sort of sh- complex defines as being like the right things to do, we can totally lose ourselves in those practices. Um, so both, both require some presence of mind. So you didn't ask me explicitly like what I did, but I, I use that as an example to say that there may be something that delights you or could be interesting that you're not thinking of now. And, um, maybe, this can give you some permission to be like, is there like a book I can get lost in? <laughs> like a book series and authors work, um, that I can just like fall into and really like enjoy and appreciate so that I can, I can be in it because I promise you it's not going to take away from the excavation work you're doing. It's only going to help keep you feeling again, like bolstered and nourished and cozy inside of some kind of entertainment while you're going through this time. So you're definitely not going to miss any of the cues. Another way that you can get comfortable in this time is by um, really filling out your, your circles of support. So having a place to take these feelings, not feeling like you need to be over them, like really giving yourself permission with your therapist, with whomever you talk to, if you have someone to talk to, which I hope you do. And if that's accessible for you, um, or journaling, if you don't right now, if this is not the season of your life to really let yourself every day be like, I hate this. I wish this were over. I I can't stand it. When is it going to be over? You know, and to honor that you don't need to like it. I think that's incredibly important. We don't always like what we're going through and we don't have to like it. Ideally, we want to be able to have the presence of mind to consider like okay, is what I'm in like is there any way that I'm making it harder for myself? Like is there something here that I could be bringing about a different intention to or whatever it is, totally valid. But If we, I don't want you to equate comfort with, like, you can, meeting it with acceptance doesn't mean that you can't tantrum. It doesn't mean that you can't be upset and it doesn't mean that you can't absolutely wish that it's over, right? Um, you can also bring practices to it, like tarot anchoring or potentially working with your deck, or again, like really leaning into processors and sources of support and, and like really be with this time as one of initiation. Like you're in it right now and you're doing fucking great. So what are some of the things you could pull into this little container that you're in that might help you to find some joy in, in conjunction with the work you're doing, it doesn't need to be separate because the building will come. Like if there's some part of you that needs to hear that, the building will come. You want to, and I think you totally know this. I'm just affirming what what you're knowing is letting me know in your question. Um, you want to be able to not have to take anything in your backpack with you into this rebuilding time that is superfluous, right? And that's the function of this time. It sucks. It stinks. I hate it too. When something is just all excavation, all tower work, and it's just like, oh my God, can I get to, can I get out of the winter and into the new growth here for like a fucking second? You know, <laughs> really? And you will get there. But I would say, really, really take an inventory. Like, what do you like? What do you enjoy? What do you appreciate? What is feeling good to you right now? And try very hard not to judge that. Try very, very hard not to judge that. It could be so fucking random for you. It could be, not that this is random, but it could be collecting vinyls. It could be bird watching. It could be, um, Who knows, (laughs) you know, um, really anything like what, what is, what is drawing you in right now? And you may not know it at this moment, but I guarantee you, if you start asking the question, it'll come more fully forward. I also think again, the second part of this is that one of the ways to get comfortable is to be really comfortable with the fact that you don't like it. And you really kind of wish, um, this particular season would end, You know, that I think is the gateway for all of us to, um, be in greater acceptance of like, okay, you know, this isn't my favorite. I'm really excited for the next thing, but I'm here. So what are some of the things I can do to help myself to be permissioned enough to feel all of my feelings about that? Because I think that is a part of this too. Um, it's not about, again being like totally cool with what we're going through but about um actually giving ourselves the space to have all of our feelings around it and i'll leave you with you know something that really helps me when i connect to my own tower cycles is remembering that the tower doesn't immediately follow the sun card which is definitely a time of clarity and illumination and awareness and building and rebirth. First, we got to hit the star, right? We got to, we have to connect with the star. Um, and then we have the moon where nothing feels clear. Those are, those are, I mean, the star is a beautiful energy, but if we're longing for a rebuild time, (laughs) like those are not the places that we typically want to land. Um, in light of that. So just having compassion with yourself and knowing that the seasons of your life are most definitely following that track and that the rebuilding will come and the excavation will end, I think is, um, powerful to bear in mind, but letting yourself have the feelings that you have about it today in this moment along the way is just as important. So thank you so much for asking me this question. Um, thank you to everyone who sent in your questions, whether I answered them or not, I'm always honored to, um, you know, even have your consideration that I could, you know, and you sharing them with me is, is an honor. So thank you to Joss and thank you to everyone. So we've reached the end of our time and, and, um, before I wrap up and say my goodbye. I just want to be clear about where you can continue to connect with the work if that's what you would like to do, um, on my little break. So, um, I will have monthly emails going out. Um, a lot of that has been prepped and kind of channeled in advance. Um, and, uh, they're not monthly medicine emails, but they are really sweet and their own kind of, uh, like little offering in light of them. So I would say the first uh, invitation is that if you're not signed up to my newsletter, I would invite you to do that. And there is a link to do so in the show notes. You can also go to either of my websites, lindsaymack.com or of the wild soulcom and it, it leads you to the same newsletter, and it will be very easy for you to sign up <laughs> to stay in touch with what I'm doing or when the podcast might be coming back. Um, And uh, so that's one thing. Um, For those of you who are sort of on the fence about signing up for the newsletter, um, starting in the holiday season of 2021, a couple months ago, um, I just started playing for the first time with bundling and doing seasonal sales. And I have another huge seasonal sale coming up around the summer solstice. So if you're interested in getting discounts. That's also another great way to have access to that because those things really only get extended to my newsletter subscribers, early birds and such. Um, because I'm no longer facilitating courses like doing live Q and A's or, um, Q and A roundups, the courses are just running on their own. Um, It's also a great thing to do to sign up to my newsletter so you know when those launches are happening. Um, And you can check out the courses and classes pages on both sites to engage with those or invest in those if that's what you wish. You have the backlog of these podcasts. You have my journal entries on tarotforthewildsoul.com. There's really kind of a bevy of medicine for you to engage with. Um, I also even beyond engaging with my work. Hope that you will continue, you know, expanding and enriching your practice because you don't need anyone, any person to give you the keys to that. You've got them. And, uh, I hope that you will continue to find your way and explore your deck and learn more and more about yourself and about these cards through living them. So I uh, am not here, but I'm here. And um, there's certainly so much to engage with and explore. So I hope that even though there might not be work happening, new work happening right now, um, you will find some nourishment if you want to dive in a little bit more, um, either in yourself or in your own practice or in the work that's been created in my various learning spaces so thank you so much for being here wild souls i love you so much thank you for being here whether you've been here for a day or for all of these years Um, and until we connect again whenever that might be please take exquisite care of yourselves and of your loved ones